Hey everybody, welcome. I'm Steve Wollenhouse and this is Anatomy of Success. This week to be better at giving feedback, look ahead by doing seven things. Glad you joined us, let's get started. Welcome back again. This is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Woolenhouse. Welcome if you're here for the first time. Glad you found us. If you've been here before, we appreciate you coming back. Glad you're getting some benefit. Share the word, and you can help us do that by subscribing to the podcast, as well as offering some ratings and reviews. That's feedback for us that we can extract some insight from and hopefully fashion future episodes accordingly. Head over to weatherology.com, grab the Weatherology mobile app, it's free, and then you can find me under About Us at the top of that page. Links to LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, as well as TikTok. You know, feedback is one of those very touchy subjects that can escalate into an argument very quickly. There's no question, though, that providing valuable feedback is critically important for any successful organization or relationship. Evaluating performance, for instance, measuring success or identifying areas of improvement are critically important for pushing us or pushing our people in a positive direction. Incidentally, that feedback, in my belief, should be multidimensional, flowing in multiple directions from leaders to team members and team members back to leaders, for instance, or from a partner to your partner and back again to yourself. The problem, it doesn't work that way most of the time. In addition to that flow, there's a flawed feedback loop that oftentimes gets utilized instead. And I think there's a much better approach that we can utilize to encourage a more cooperative exchange of information to create more healthy corporate cultures and better relationships and help us develop stronger professional alliances in the process. But it does require much more effort and emotional commitment, and it demands that leadership takes the lead and acts more as a coach and a mentor instead of somebody just regurgitating directions. When we give feedback designed to move our organization or our relationships forward, we focus on advice and recommendations that concentrate on the future. It's the equivalent of therapy that concentrates on recreating a brand new reality based on positive observations versus regurgitating the past and ruminating about all of our failures. I've never been a fan of that. Forward Feedback is committed to helping us focus on expanding the possibilities and appreciating the highly variable nature of our businesses today and our relationships that are impacted by so many other influences. The emphasis on growth for both the organization and for us as individuals has enormous implications. Mary Kay said this, there are two things people desire more than sex and money, and that's recognition and praise. So here are seven reasons why practicing forward feedback pays huge dividends. Number one, we can impact the future. You know, forward feedback encourages positive momentum and it teaches people to envision more promising realities. We move away from our tendency to focus on the failures, to focus on the mistakes, to focus on the setbacks. Most people that make mistakes, they're well aware of what they did. Reiterating the obvious doesn't help anybody. Let's focus on avoiding those mistakes in the future and creating more positive results by offering feedback that can be advantageous to helping us maneuver around those hurdles in the future. 
Good drivers, they don't spend their time focused in the rearview mirror, constantly worrying about what's going on behind them. They focus on the road ahead, two hands on the steering wheel, just periodically glance in the rearview mirror, but it doesn't need to be overdone. Next, we can focus on productivity. When we focus on feedback, the feelings are frequently very negative. I mean, you've been in these tenuous situations before, and that's human nature. Regardless of how delicate some people are about delivering that information, the reaction is often very defensive. A lot of people are very defensive, easily uptight. People tend to shut down and immediately focus on disagreement as opposed to hearing what actually is being said said and what needs to be heard so that they can extract the valuable lessons. By focusing on forward feedback, we create unity and that promotes productivity because people are eager to participate in conversations that emphasize forward progress and prefer not to lament about the past. And I think most of us agree we fall into that category. We can train people to be successful. Successful people don't like being treated like little kids, and you see a lot of that today. Got to come back to work. Got to be in the office eight hours a day. I need to supervise what you're doing. Sound familiar? Most managers, quote unquote, versus leaders communicate poorly, and they leave people feeling marginalized. Successful people want to grow, and they want to improve their personal and professional situations to their satisfaction, which is why I personally believe Having the option to work remotely is critically important for responsible people that can be trusted. We need to encourage ambition and avoid the tendency to contradict feelings of self-confidence by treating people like adolescents. Human beings naturally reject feedback inconsistent with their perception of themselves. Forward feedback helps us avoid the awkwardness of maneuvering around that human proclivity. George Bernard Shaw said this, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it's taking place. Next, we can avoid the perception of being personally attacked. In a perfect world, feedback would focus on performance and not the individual. Unfortunately, most managers don't deliver constructive feedback very well, and that pertains to a lot of leaders, quote-unquote, as well. Most people take pride in what they do, and they want to be appreciated for that. Forward feedback eliminates the perception of personal attack by focusing on opportunities to grow in the process. Positive recommendations feel vastly different than personal assessment. And like I discussed earlier, folks, this is applicable in our personal relationships, in our friendships, in our intimate relationships. Think about how you can apply these lessons, these rules in those situations to diffuse some of the tension that may exist between close friends and intimate partners. Next, we can encourage better listening skills. When people hear negative feedback, listening skills suffer. We automatically feel more alienated and our defensive mechanisms kick in. We get focused on preparing our response so much so we don't pay any attention to the substance of the conversation. We immediately try to protect our pride. When people focus on forward feedback, we listen better. We are more engaged in the conversation and eager to participate in the conversation. As a result, we learn 
to listen much better in the process. And again, try this in your personal and intimate relationships. Next, we can avoid feeling judged. For most people, feedback feels like being judged. It's really that simple. It's just a fact and poor communicators ensure that's exactly what happens. When people feel judged and condemned, it leads to a plethora of negative feelings flowing through our brain that destroys self-confidence and any enthusiasm for extracting anything beneficial from the conversation. When we focus on the future, we invite the person to come along on a beautiful journey. We are going together into a promising opportunity, an arrangement that will deliver favorable results for both of us. And I need your help to achieve that. That approach, I'm telling you, creates positive feelings and eliminates the feelings of people feeling castigated. And finally, we become more efficient. When we focus on coaching and mentoring, we help push people in a positive direction. We offer guidance and suggestions that successful people can use to create forward momentum and inertia, not walk away with their tail between their legs, feeling like they've just been punished. In the process, we give people recommendations that stimulate creative thinking, not ammunition for feeling defeated. We have to remove the perception of judgment and watch how much more effective our organization becomes, how much healthier our relationships become, and how much stronger our intimate relationships become. Tom Rath said this, employees who report receiving recognition and praise within the last seven days show increased productivity, get higher scores from customers, and have better safety records. They're just more engaged at work. So if your teams are struggling to feel meaning at work, try these seven things. I think you'll find them very useful and apply these seven techniques in your relationships. I promise it will pay dividends. I'm Steve Woolenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. And I'm glad you joined us. Thank you for your time. Come back again next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic. Mm-hmm.